Your voice. Your life. Your afternoon radio. On 702 Afternoons. With Relebo Gilema Bota. Nine minutes to two o'clock. Let us talk international networking week that is taking place from the 4th to the 10th of February with Deshaun Desel, who is CEO at GoPeak International, also an international speaker, as well as author of business books on leadership and entrepreneurship. Deshaun, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on. Good afternoon to your listeners. Thank you so much. And I have to ask, on the subject of what subjects should be introduced, what would you recommend? (laughs) I think I would recommend, um, uh, you know, market access for entrepreneurs. Mm, mm. And that's a tough one because many people know to build the business, but getting in is something else. Yeah, because, you know, the thing with market access is it also does come down to networking. But if you don't have the right people to help you open doors and to mm. speak on your behalf uh, or to recommend your product, it's very, very tough for African businesses to um, small business to get away. Mm. So on that, let's talk about networking and what it really is, because I sometimes think that many of us don't have the correct skills for networking where, you know, you might be told there's this work event, there'll be other companies there, go and network, but then people walk away with, in inverted commas, nothing other than having met some people and introduced themselves. What is the actual skill of networking? That is such an important question, you know, because when I started my professional career, which is now a very, very long time ago, we were told the same things. And, um, you know, with my generation, uh, when we walked into these rooms, they were very sort of like legacy businesses type people. So you'd walk in not having a clue what to say, who to speak to. Everyone's out to like find the most important person in the room. So they can be very daunting experiences, you know, those networking events. And what I've then found is that people, unfortunately, then click together with whom they know. And that's not um, effective at all, especially not if you want to um, expand, you know, your um, your abilities and, and, what be, and, and being able to showcase to people what you really are all about. So I, I have sort of like a 50-50 alliance with networking events. Mm. Um, but I will say this. I think it's very important to do your homework. Mm. You need to know who's going to be in the room when you walk in. Um, uh, It's kind of like if you don't go in with a plan, then you're going to try and speak to everyone and have a spray and pray approach. Mm. But if you have a specific like strategic idea of I need to speak to three people who are going to facilitate my development, my Mm. access to market, my opportunities that I'd like to see, then uh, those are the people you go speak to. And in fact, if you can go a step further and find out who knows them, mm, it's like mm. one degree of separation, then there's at least that link, you know, that allows you to open up a conversation or uh, in fact for that person to speak on your behalf before you meet that. So networking is kind of like it's work, you know, you can't mm. just show up and socialize. And I think also when one is clear on what their objective is, so you know, some entrepreneurs, for example, at networking events are looking specifically for funding. 
So that makes it easier to draft the list of people. Maybe then you don't want to be talking to the CEO. Maybe you want to be talking to the CFO, for example, or the chief marketing officer. Um, what would you say the questions should be that a person asks themselves, whether they are you know, new on the work market and maybe are hoping to get headhunted? When they are doing that list of what are my key objectives, what are the other questions they need to ask themselves to make it easier? Because I think once you know, it makes it easier to walk into a room knowing specifically, this is who I need to talk to, this is what I need to leave them with um, as well. Yeah, so um, very interesting question because I think uh, one can approach this in, in a number of ways, but one of the ways that I have found to be the most effective is as once you know who you want to speak to based on your own outcomes and objectives, you then need to ask yourself, how can I be of value to that person? All right. So mm. I think a lot of the time we think, oh, if I can only get so-and-so's business card and I can sort of call them or email them mm. afterwards and ask them to help me. But people are far more, in my experience anyway, people are far more open to engage with you when you are trying to help them or you're trying to add value to what they're already doing. Mm. So also to um, walk away with that person feeling intrigued and like they could need you yeah absolutely and you know for us it's, it's the eye-opening of you if you find someone they admire you you observe them you observe them, do really and you try to love them so um yeah, i think the same principle for networking is is what what is value and you need to be able to find your own value because for me the the problem walking into a, a room full of people you can network with mm. is if you come in just seeking to be helped you might actually walk away with nothing but if you come in seeking to help seeking to serve you may actually find yourself uh, connecting with some really valuable contacts mm. Mm. one of the lessons that i learned early, early on in my career being a freelancer, which is always looking for people that were willing to hire me, whether it was, you know, to sing at the casino or anything else. I always said to myself that I need to follow up immediately. Like first thing in the morning, send that SMS, send that email that says, you know, so great to meet you. So looking yes. forward to chatting further. Here's my work. Um, yes. What would you say, um, um, people should be doing once they've made the connection and this person says, give me a call or give my office a call. Yeah. What what should they be doing in that follow-up and especially when it comes to striking while the iron's hot? I think that uh, advice you just gave, Rhea Bukhili, is such, such important advice because people have very short um, memory attention spans nowadays. Everything's so quick and instant and you forget about it quickly. So the quicker after the event that you can connect with that person, um, uh, the better for you. And again, you need to find the thing that hooks you uh, either emotionally or hooks their imagination or it's a, an idea that they've not heard of. You can send them a link or an article or a blog uh, mm. that's in relation to what you discussed. There are lots of lots of different links that one can create, um, uh, you know, or you can hook onto a conversation so that you can keep the interest of that person. Mm. Remember, all of us are bombarded with information all the time, mm. but if there's valuable interaction and that interaction then comes with something that of further value, it's one of the most important ways to hook someone and to keep them talking to you. Mm. I think an an another thing... Um 
which I have really, really learned is keeping a little black book. So there's some people who are super high profile and, and you know, you can only go to them for one favor. And I try to strategize what is the one favor? Cause the last thing you want to do is meet somebody so important and wasted on not having your story correct because people Absolutely. who don't have time, they want you to get to the point immediately. Okay. Yes. You want money. How much are you asking for? And where's the, the, the document? So to be fully prepared with yes. your proposal, your showreel, your CV, so that when opportunity meets their luck or whatever they call that formula. So what would you share with, with all of the listeners, with all of us, we should always have ready for those moments because networking can happen at a dinner of a friends where you meet somebody really important. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the, the phrase that you were looking for is luck is when opportunity meets up with preparation. It just so happens. There we to go. Be, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I use that every time I do a motivational talk because people need to understand that luck isn't something that falls out the sky. How well you prepare then meets up with a moment for that preparation. So you're absolutely correct. You do need to be well prepared. But, you know, I think we're all so familiar now with the elevator pitch um, of being able to say what you do and the value you add within a period of like seven seconds or whatever it mm. is. Um, and so it, it's, it's almost a cliche, but I do think one has to practice that frequently. But you also have to practice how you say it and to whom. Because how you would say your elevator pitch to your boss or to a colleague is very different to how you would say to a funder, mm. is different how you would say it to a potential customer. Um, so your elevator pitch needs to be the same story, but written or spoken in different ways so that it mm. can land correctly with your audience. I, I think that was absolutely well said. And to all the introverts that are listening, practice, practice, practice. I get it, the anxiety, the nervousness, but it is something that can get you over the line. Thank you so much, Deshaun. In the next hour of the show, we have our parenting and parents feature. We're talking about the boundaries between a parent and a nanny. And then we also got the Naked Scientist. Get your science-related questions.